Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a relationship story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. And let's crack straight on with today's first story. Not sure why I laughed there, but hey. And this first story comes from Throwaway Mum Blog, and it does come with an update which was updated today. Titled, I found my sister's mummy blog and I don't know what to do. Names have been changed just in case. I've been sitting on this all day and would really love some help here. My older sister, June, has been living with me, my husband, Daniel, 39 male, and our daughter, Leah, one and a half years old, female, since before Leah was born. She had to move in with us around March 2019 because she lost her job after a fight with her boss and couldn't find new work in her field not many openings in our area. She'd been living with her longtime boyfriend before that, but they'd got into an argument of some sort. I don't know the details and he ended up kicking her out. She'd had nowhere to go since we didn't have any family nearby. So I talked with Daniel and asked if she could stay with us until she got back on her feet. She could help me around the house since I was pregnant at the time. My husband works long hours and didn't like the idea of me being home alone especially while pregnant, so agreed it was a good idea. June had been very thankful for the place to stay and was a great help around the house and an even bigger help after Leah was born. I still did slash do the bulk of the childcare with Daniel right there to help when he's home. But it's nice to have someone else at home during the day to share the workload with and Leah loves her auntie Junie. The problem came today when I was looking up matching mummy and baby princess dresses since I was hoping for Leah and I to be matching queen and princess for Halloween this year. Yes, I'm one of those people who plans costumes way ahead. Well, I got sucked down the mummy blog rabbit hole and spent almost an hour looking through blogs and stuff until I saw a familiar kitchen. It was familiar because it was my kitchen. I know because I decorated my kitchen myself and it's a rustic sort of country theme and I have three antique copper jello molds my grandma gave me hanging on the wall next to the fridge. Plus I could see the treat bell I'd made for our kitty hanging on the fridge handle. She rings it when she wants a treat or attention. I clicked on the picture and it took me to a mummy blog run by mummy, name super similar to mine. The more I scrolled through the blog, the more disturbed I got. She had pictures of herself up in my house like it was hers. In one, she was even wearing one of my blouses. Pictures of her and Leah all tagged mummy and daughter. And even a couple of pictures of her, Leah and Daniel that I recognized. I'd been in a couple of photos, but she had apparently cropped me out of them. What do I do? How the hell do I even broach this? Hey sis, what's up with this blog of yours? Why are you pretending to be me? Why are you saying you're my daughter's mother? When did you have time to wear my clothes and pose for pictures with my child? What the fuck is going on? I put down all the info I could think of in my scrambled state right now. I don't think I missed anything. Any solid advice would be stellar. Thank you. Now, first of all, I've got to say it feels creepy as hell that she's replaced you in this family, in this mummy blog and created some like alternative universe, some alternative world 
where she's the parent of Leah and she's in your place and is posting on this mummy blog to be you. Someone that's gave her shelter in a time of need. Posting pictures of your children onto this blog and your family and pretending to be, you know, the wife to your husband. Absolute madness. And whenever we cover stories like similar to these, and I know it's not quite the same, it always reminds me of the film Hand That Rocks a Cradle. It always brings that to my mind. And I know, as I said, I know it's not the same, but just the level of bizarre shit that goes on. So I really wonder what this update is going to say. What is the excuse behind it? And I think we're either going to go down this bizarre path of some sort of jealousy or something like that, or it's going to be that she was just trying to make money off of your family by using your family on this blog, you know. But either way, it does need to be addressed, of course. So we'll find out in the update what it says. But first, we're going to cover a couple of those comments to see what people are suggesting. And we're starting off with coulda shoulda woulda who says oddly enough i've been in a similar situation my younger sister was signing up as me on social media doing in-depth searches for information about me registered for my high school reunion and the last straw used her job at a financial institution to dig into my accounts and offer unsolicited financial advice i found out when i couldn't access the group for the reunion until i had a friend check it out and i was already in there posting pictures and sending messages I went with a nuclear option. I called her up and told her that she had to stop. At first, she denied any wrongdoing, but I had all the information right there in front of me. In the end, I told her that she had two options. Stay out of my business and delete all the online profiles, or I'd call her employer and never speak with her again. She confessed to the non-creepy portions of it and swore she wouldn't access my information again. Suddenly, the social media accounts were gone. Then she was fired for using her position to access accounts without reason in an unrelated case, so that sorted itself out. I was happy I called her out. It made the healing easier. I had very little contact with her for a few years, but eventually time heals all wounds. I still don't trust her because these types of identity theft are truly strange. It shows you that they have no boundaries regarding you. Never Seek to Tell says, living in your house for free whilst lying to your face. That's enough to warrant telling her to stay elsewhere, minimum. Photos of your child online without your permission. This is risky at best and seriously dangerous at worst. Pretending to be married to your husband and to be your baby's mother online. She's lying to you, your husband, your child and all her followers. Potentially monetizing or building a career using your life and resources. Yeah, I think you need to tell your husband and ask her to leave together. She's putting your child at risk if nothing else. Loxima says speak to your husband before you speak to her. You should put up a united front and you want this to be a consistent message. She's massively crossed so many lines. It's time for Aunt Junie to move out and this blog to be deleted. This really sounds like a horror film. Ryder Juxta says in her blog she replaced you in your family. That is creepy as fuck. Share it with your husband and get his honest reaction on how she's been behaving around him when you are not there. Is it just a thing she does to anonymous internet users for clout or does she actually want your place in your family? I'll sit her down and talk about how she broke your trust and that you want her to take it down and find somewhere else to live. And depending on how the talk with your husband went, maybe push for her to get therapy and or restrict contact with her. And one more comment before the update from I'm Your Life who says, I can see you're at loss and worried about her, and all the help she gave you isn't erased by this. First things first, take screenshots of the blog and store it in places she can't erase. Put it in the cloud. 
email it to an account she doesn't know about, save it in hidden folders she wouldn't be able to get to. Then talk to your husband. It's him in the pictures. The house and the kid are also his and it's important that he is involved in the decision making. He might know or suspect something he hasn't told you about as well. Then you have to decide. Do you want her to keep living with you? Is there anything she can say that would make it okay for her to stay? Maybe a new post with you and her admitting to what she did and why, for example. If she is having some mental issue that could explain it, is it safe for her to be around your kid? If she won't stay, check in your state what notice you have to give her. She has been living with you guys for so long she might be considered a tenant. And what can you do to protect yourself in case she doesn't take the news well? You know her better than all of us. Make up scenarios on how she may react and prepare yourself for the worst case. Even if you think it won't get to it. I'm sorry, this is a weird situation, but honestly, it's not okay what she has been doing. Now, with all that information, now we're going to move on to the update to see. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Hey, everyone. I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash post. What it says. So, update. Well, the last almost year has been a lot to process and work through, but a bunch of you nice Redditors have been begging for an update. Though I didn't want to do one until things calmed down. But now things have settled enough for me to do so, so here I am. This is a super long one, so please bear with me. To start, June is no longer living with me and my family. First off, I sat Daniel down the next day and told him everything. I showed him the blog and he was incredibly disturbed by it and upset too. He didn't like how many photos of Leah were up online. We don't post many pictures of her and the ones we do are on our Facebooks, which are private. He was worried if June was mentally okay because this was nuts to him and I said I wasn't sure but I was worried about her too. We agreed we needed to talk to her ASAP. So he took Leah to his parents' house to stay the night before coming back home. Then I contacted our parents for a video call and told them about June's blog I found. I felt like they needed to know what was going on. Our mum was shocked but our dad didn't believe it so I sent them a link to the blog. They were quiet while they looked through it and I talked to them about how we, Daniel and I, were understandably weirded out and concerned for June. Out of them, both dad looked the most disappointed while mum just looked stunned. I told them June couldn't stay here anymore because of this, but we didn't want her out on the street and they said she could come stay with them. They wanted to be there on the call while we confronted June, but I said all of us together would probably make her feel like she was being attacked, so I said we'd call them afterwards but do the confronting alone, but they'd probably have to help her move her stuff afterwards. 
and after hanging up with them, I made sure I had my laptop there half shut with the blog open in case she tried to deny it. And I'd screenshotted and recorded countless pages of the blog in case she tried deleting to rug sweep like some people warned me she might do, which ended up being a good idea. When June sat down, she asked what was wrong and I asked her if she had anything she'd like to come clean to us about. She's still my big sister and I love her, so I wanted to give her a chance to own up to this on her own. But sadly, she said no, so I told her I found her mummy blog. She was silent before saying she didn't know what I was talking about. So I opened my laptop and showed her the blog. She still tried to deny it and said it wasn't okay that I was blaming her for this when we didn't even know if it was her doing it. She said she'd never even seen the blog before, nor even been to the site it was on. Daniel told her to get her laptop and they'd start typing in the blog URL and if no shortcuts appear, then she was telling the truth. She'd never been to the site, but if one did come up, well, she was lying. She said we were being ridiculous, but I insisted she get her laptop and just prove us wrong. If we were wrong, then we'd apologize. She hemmed and hauled for a bit before reluctantly getting her laptop. I noticed she was gripping it really tight and after she opened it and signed in, I guess she realized she was backed into a corner. So she just broke down into loud sobs. She started babbling out apologies and I asked her why she did this. Why even fake being me and starting a blog? I asked if it was for money or something and she said no. So I asked her to please explain to me why this was a thing she felt the need to do. She explained that she did it to feel happy and that started a little while after moving in with us. She said it wasn't fair that I had it all while she was old and unwanted. I told her she wasn't old or unwanted. We love her and so do our parents and so does the rest of our friends and family. She got angry and said it wasn't the same and there was no way for me to understand what she's going through because I was everyone's favorite. I didn't know what she was talking about and I said I wasn't everyone's favorite and that's when she exploded and said I was a blind asshole if I didn't see how everyone in our lives always prefers me over her. She claimed everyone loved me more and I always got what I wanted no matter what. And I'll admit, hearing that set me off. I told her that was actually not true. She was the oldest and if we're being honest, she always got what she wanted before me, especially from our dad. I reminded her that he's bought her three cars over her adult life, a $2,000 laptop when she started college and even paid off her first set of student loans for her. Meanwhile, he never did any of that for me. I didn't get to attend college because I didn't have the money and didn't want loans because I wasn't sure I'd be able to pay them back on time. The closest I got to what she got was when our dad offered to sell me his old car for cheap and gave me his old laptop after he upgraded with a brand new one. I said I loved her but told her she had to see how delusional she was being if she thought I was somehow the favorite. I'll admit this was a sore spot for me. We got a little heated and argued back and forth, so I told her she needed to pack her things because she couldn't stay here anymore. My trust in her was severely damaged and I didn't think her living with us any longer would be good for anyone. That's when she started bawling and begging me not to kick her out onto the streets. I told her she wasn't going onto the streets and she could just go stay with our parents. They lived a couple of hours away, so it's not like she was going to be homeless. She kept crying and said she'd delete the blog if we let her stay. I refused and said she needed to go to therapy, not stay here. 
While we were talking, her trying to compromise and me rejecting it, she opened the blog and began deleting everything. She kept repeating through tears, I'll delete it, I'll delete it, I'll get rid of everything and won't post anything else, as if to convince me to take back my decision. I made it clear through all of this that she was not staying here anymore, no matter what she did. Once she deleted it, she said we were all good now, it's gone, but I told her it didn't matter. She wasn't staying here. That's when she got pissed and said, but I deleted it, there's no problem now. Like deleting it made it not happen. We told her to get ready because our parents were on the way to pick her up and they knew the situation. That caused her to start really flipping out. She was furious that I told her parents about the blog and she said she wouldn't be able to look at our parents now. Things got messy and police were called by a neighbor because of just how loudly she was screaming. The cops arrived before our parents and she almost got taken into custody for being too aggressive and not settling down when the officer told her to calm herself the first time. So we had two cops there while she packed her stuff up and then our parents arrived and it was a very tense affair. I told her I loved her as she was leaving but she practically spat at me that she hated me. That hurt a lot but I tried not to take it to heart. A few months have passed and our mum kept me updated on how June was doing. Our parents said she needed to go to therapy. It was a condition of them letting her stay there. She started going and seems to be doing better, but she still won't talk to me. Mum says she looks sad a lot, but she also sounds remorseful when they talk about me and my family. So I think therapy is helping her come to terms with how not okay what she did was. And a couple of months ago, she finally got in contact with me, called and apologized for what she did, how she'd acted and for saying she hated me. Talking with her felt nice. She sounded sad but happy too, much happier than she had when living with my family. Those who said she made the blog to cope were right. It turns out June was really in not a good place mentally after the breakup and being let go from her job, way more than she'd been letting on to anyone. She'd also told me she'd been on medication for anxiety and depression before and during when she'd dated her ex, but he'd shamed her for it and eventually he convinced her she didn't need them with him in her life, which was wrong. Turns out the argument that ended their relationship was him being mad at her for being such a downer and making him sad. Yeah, so after seeing her therapist, she was put back on them and is doing much better, she says. So things didn't end or happy sunshine, but they didn't end as scarily as some people said they might, which is more than good in my book. Thank you everyone for all your advice. It really helped. And I'm very glad that June is getting the help she needs. And when we got to that part in the update where it said she still won't talk to me, I thought, oh no, it's just going to sort of end like this. But I'm glad she did open up in the end and, you know, called and apologized for what she did and how she acted and for saying that she hated OP and also OP for being understanding about what June was going through. I mean, in the first post, it was hard to predict which way this was going to go. We could clearly see it wasn't normal behavior, but what was causing it? And it seemed to be like a whole bunch of things that's taken their toll mentally on June from, you know, her breaking up and letting go from her job and some of the things that, you know, she was already going through anxiety and depression and taking medication for it. And the ex saying, you don't need the depression and anxiety medication because the ex was saying, you got me in your life. I mean, what the bloody hell, man. And then when she stopped taking them, he breaks up with her for being such a downer and making him sad. What an asshole. 
But I'm very glad she's back on them now and doing better in life. I'm glad for June. I'm glad for OP. And hopefully somewhere along the line, they can maybe build this relationship back up. I still don't think it's going to be an easy process at all because, you know, it still must be incredibly difficult to know someone that you loved so much is capable of doing that. And yes, they might not be in the right mindset, but it's still got to be quite difficult, I think. Anyway, we'll finish up with a couple of comments from Maya Spaghetti that says that worked out like a lot better than I expected. Still very hard to repair the damage done to your relationship. That's a humiliating and kind of deranged thing to come back from. Glad she's medicated and in therapy. My heart hurts for you both, as it's now clear that she harbored resentment for a long time to do something like that. Best of luck and thanks for the update, OP. Honey Mochi says, I'm glad your sister is okay, but why the heck did your dad play favoritism between you two? I can see where it built up her expectation that she would get what she wanted eventually and not treating you equally too. What's your father's reason for this? And that's a very good question as well. Caffeine Sniffer says, those names, good on you for standing firm and getting her the help she deserves. The relationship may never be salvageable. Watch her carefully, especially if she ever sees your child again. People with lasting trauma stemming from depression can often cause fixation on certain things that used to make them happy, causing them to chase the high that once gave them happiness. Mummy blog slash impersonation. Good luck and be cautious. Medium ad says, glad things worked out. It sounds like she was spoiled from the beginning, so her expectations were super high as well. Sad but glad she's getting help. Please try to forgive and incorporate her if you can. And all that Ethan Miguel says, I hope you apologize for trying to directly invalidate her feelings by calling her delusional when she mentioned she saw you as everyone's favorite. But other than that, I'm glad things worked out for your family and she's getting help. And now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? What would you do if you was in it? If you was in OP's shoes in the original story, how would you act? How would you feel? I would love to know your thoughts on that. Now, a huge thank you for spending 20 to 30 minutes with me today, getting involved in the channel. You know it means the absolute world to me. Everything you do is absolutely amazing. Thank you so much. And I hope I will see you in the next one. Take care, guys. Much love.